And welcome to Hell's Gate Podcast. Anyway, welcome. This is Dominic Hell's Podcast. Anthony Motello here. Uh, we are back with our second half of episode six. Yes, sir. Um, the wrestling side. The now. wrestling half. Hell yeah. I've been waiting for this. Me too. There's a lot to talk about. Oh yeah, I got some crazy predictions that we got. There's a lot going on, yeah. We got to get to. As you can hear by the five second intro of us humming (laughs) Roman Reigns' theme song, that's that's who we're going to start with. Yeah, yeah. We have some great news for people who didn't already know. His cancer's in remission and the big dog is back on the hunt, baby. That's great news. Back to his yard. Yeah, congrats Roman Reigns. For be, uh, beating cancer once again. Very happy for you. Uh, that's incredible. Uh, he beat it twice now, which is yeah. just crazy. It's crazy. Um, and, you know, I'm proud of him. I Me feel too. like I feel like he definitely got a lot of, a lot of love and support from the oh, WWE yeah. Universe when he didn't yep. think he would because mm-hmm. everybody, like, hates him. Yeah, people, people boo him because of how WWE books him, not because anybody hates Roman Reigns himself. Exactly. Everyone knows yeah. that guy's a great guy. If you watch anything aside from like the actual product, you already know he's good with the community, he's good with kids, he's a family man. Like Everyone knows that he's a great guy, so and seeing him having to go through like something like that, you're going to cheer. It's not like hopping on the bandwagon. It's just like everyone's going to come behind that guy. And lead him to the promised land. There's something about nerds, like wrestling fans specifically, that like we all rally around our guys. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Like we, regardless of who, you know, if somebody got cancer, we're we as a community are going to rally around them and uh, and really make them feel loved and and welcome back when he comes back. Like mm-hmm. that's the most anyone's ever cheered him. I guarantee it. Oh yeah. So he. I bet he really feels the love, and and you know, mm-hmm. putting all of our, all of our uh, differences with WWE aside, like as fans, is a really. If we weren't able to do that, and we booed Roman Reigns on his return, you know, from you know his hiatus having cancer, like could you imagine what kind of fan base would that's that? Just, yeah. I would I would stop watching wrestling. I think. One hundred percent. Like I wouldn't. That, that obviously that's not WWE's fault, but like 100%. I don't know if I could be in that kind of toxic fan base. I, I don't know if I could. Mm-hmm. But uh, congrats to Roman Reigns, man. You, huge, huge deal. Do you think, this is like an off-topic thing, kind of, but do you think, like, as his career goes on, do you think he'll end up getting booed again because of how WWE books him? No, <laughs> no, I think this is just, I think this is the best, uh, obviously, I don't want to say, I don't want to say this because it sounds bad, but, like, this is the best thing that could have happened to him from, like, a, a crowd perspective because oh, yeah. he's going to win the championship. They're going to push him to the moon again. 100%. And he, but he deserves it. You and know? everybody and, loves it, yeah. And everyone's going to love it because, you know, it's a comeback story. Yeah. Makes for a great story, no doubt. Absolutely. And I think that that is definitely the, like, if they don't push him upon his return and they, like, make that mistake, like, there's no other option. They have to push him. They yeah. have to. They're, they'd be missing out on money. Oh, yeah. And that t-shirt is sweet. You see his t-shirt? Oh, yeah. With the, oh, yeah. like, the breast cancer awareness thing? That's cool. Yeah. I like that. I might buy one. It's cool to see him back. I mean. Wait, before it, you continue. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. It's okay. But speaking of t-shirts, um, if you didn't hear on our first <laughs> half of the episode, uh, we have a t-shirt store now. Um, we're doing it to, through uh, Teespring. So, teespring.com backslash Hell's Gate podcast. You can find some t-shirts on there. We're giving them to you at cost because we just want to see people wearing our t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. Because that's cool. We, we might keep, we might raise we the you. prices when we inevitably blow up and the earth, the entire 
content. The entire population of the earth is listening to us. But until Which then, will happen they're going to be, we're giving them to you at cost. I think on the t-shirts, we're making like two cents on one iteration of the t-shirt. Yes. On another iteration, it's like 47 cents. So, you know. Yeah, we're gonna support have us a, by going wearing, wearing our t-shirts, you know. Yeah, and eventually we're gonna have more products than t-shirts yeah. coming out. We're gonna phone have hoodies, cases. phone cases. They even have like pillows, Throw pillows, yeah. yeah, blankets. We'll have a lot of stuff on mm -hmm. there for you guys. So. Right. Uh, so I just wanted to briefly mention that, as well as uh, us. We I'm not a hundred percent. So in the previous pod, like ten minutes ago, in the other podcast, I said that we are on Apple Music or Apple Music. I'm sorry. Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts. Mm -hmm. I just applied just now. So if we end up dropping these on, we're probably going to drop these on YouTube first. Yeah. But um, hopefully we have that those taken care of by the time we get this up. Mm -hmm. But if not, uh, you know, it's coming. Very, very I've applied soon. for both. So we're, and I think we're going to get in either way. So I just we did should. that just now. That would be the worst decision they've ever made if they don't yeah, let they these don't two beautiful up. voices I know, and beautiful faces come on to their product anyway yeah so check out our, our t-shirts and uh check us out on apple and spotify yes anyway continue with your point i forgot what if i was you gonna, recall say. What you're gonna say we were talking about roman reigns it was talking about roman no it was i just mentioned his t-shirt i'm trying to think here uh well regardless man. congrats to roman yeah yeah pretty much just a conclusion welcome back big dog can't wait to see what they do mm -hmm. the big dog is on the hunt the big dog so while we are on the subject of uh, pushes, we'll talk and Roman Reigns. We'll talk about Bautista, Mister Dave. Big Dave. Okay, let me let me Another just big say, guy. Let me just say something real fast about this. Okay, it's, it's awesome seeing Dave Bautista back. I love yeah. Dave Bautista. Everybody loves Bautista. Everyone loves him in Guardians of the Galaxy. Whatever. Everybody loves Dave Bautista. Anyways. The way that they decided to make this feud come about with him and Triple H is absolutely terrible. Why in God's green earth, what angle are they going to take to where, what reasoning would Batista have to beat the crap out of Ric Flair, a 70-year-old man, to get Triple H's attention? Let me tell you what I think they should have do. A little fantasy booking here. Instead of just doing some stupid, sporadic thing like that to where he's just going to beat up Ric Flair and, and yell, do I have your attention now, Hunter? And then go, ah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what they easily could have done, they had that little showdown where it was like just like a funny like little being competitive in the ring on that SmackDown uh, Evolution mm -hmm. reunion. Yeah. Like, why couldn't they just have Batista come out there do something similar and it just escalate into something that would be much more believable and cooler in my opinion than to have batista for no reason beat up one of his With really a blue good nose friends. ring yeah beat up one of his really good friends and rick flair to get triple h's attention for god knows what reason it just obviously made no there's sense. gonna be more story to come but i i just i don't think they're gonna take it the right way though it just doesn't make sense his, and the, the feud timing... is gonna be based on because Batista beat up Triple H or beat up Ric Flair, Triple H is going to try to avenge that, which is just dumb. They should have just had like a a nostalgia showdown, and then it just escalated into something more. That just would have been fitting for this WrestleMania. One thing that Batista said about his initial comeback run in the WWE when they did the whole Evolution thing mm -hmm. and uh, facing the Shield and all that was he should have been a heel right off the bat when he won yeah. the Royal Rumble. Oh yeah. I think the timing is different now. The crowd's opinion of Dave is different. They love him now. now. They love him. And I think coming back as a heel this time is just wrong. Like, it's a bad decision. And I think that 100%. obviously Batista's stuck on, on the fact that, well, it should have been a heel the first time, so it should be a heel this time. Mm -hmm. It just wasn't the way to go this time. Yeah, yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah, another point to say, like, 
if Batista's coming back for like a while, which I don't think is going to happen, like a no, whole like I a think few just years, then yeah, it's cool. He can be healed for a little bit, turn him back, but he's not. So why would you turn someone who is finally like a true face because everyone loves him because of his product in Marvel and all that stuff? Why would you turn him heel for a short run like that when he's when he's leaving soon? Like. The, every, they have that match like every year in and WWE. Nobody likes Triple H like K, like kayfabe Triple H. Like everyone hates yeah Triple H like his character. Yeah. So like everyone loves Triple H obviously because yeah. of NXT and all that. Yeah. We love Triple H over here. But yeah. uh, his his character nobody likes. So it's just kind of a weird way to do it. it you know they should fit. both. It should be a heel versus heel thing in my opinion. I think if they they're going to do it that way. Have like face or heel type of things. They have a nostalgia match every year. Last year, even though it wasn't planned until the day of or whatever. They had Undertaker and Cena. Both of those guys are faces. It's just nostalgia because they're old guys. The year before that, they had, or, yeah, that was the year before that, they had Brock and Goldberg. No one was really a face or heel in that situation. Well, Brock was definitely a heel. Well. For sure. No, they they cheered Brock more than they cheered Goldberg. Well, it doesn't, it, I don't think there was, like, established heel. heels or face in that match is what I'm saying. Like, like, nostalgia, pretty much. They have that kind of match every year. This year... What was the point of making it a heel and face type of thing when they could have just had two icons of the business in the 2000s just square off in a nostalgia battle? I mean, <laughs> I just get it. Sweet. Like, that's just the way it's supposed to be. Face and heel, it's just supposed to be that way. Yeah, but I'm saying but they, I, they've used not that premises before. So, like, why? <laughs> that's like a location of premises. Well, that, you get premises. what I'm trying to say. I get it. Why would they premise, use that, that yeah, formula? Yeah, that formula. They've they've used that before, so why not just do it again instead of making it a makes no sense type of human face type of thing with the man himself, Dave Batista. I don't know. I it's just a weird. It's really weird, and I think everyone thinks feels it's weird. It's weird. Like it's it's just very confusing, and mm-hmm. like I don't know. They did it wrong. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna offer my. It's already done. I'm yeah. not gonna offer my advice on how to fix it because it's kind of unfixable now. Yeah, because you can't turn him face again. Like now he's face and Triple H. Just, you can't do that. No. So I don't know. Maybe he should have beat up like Vince or something like that. Why? Why would he beat up the Nature Boy? <laughs> the, yeah, like, that doesn't make the sense. most lovable guy. And I in really, WWE. I really, really wanted to see the Nature Boy celebration. Like I wanted yeah, to see that. It would have been cool. He couldn't have come out and like. Shaking Ric Flair's hand and shaking Triple H's hand and just beat the shit out of Ric Flair. Like, yes, that would have been a cool way to go and like have it happen in the ring and have it be something like that because then it's more like justifiable why he would beat up everybody around him mm-hmm. rather than him just going to sneak beat up a seven-year-old man to get Triple H's attention for God knows what reason. What reason are they going to put up is the reason why he wanted Triple H's attention just to face him at WrestleMania? Like, what reason would there be? I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me. They should have just, they, whatever. Let's just not even talk about it. I'm, I'm actually mad now. It it's frustrated okay. me. I'm, we, I'm love, frustrated. we love you, Dave Batista. We love Batista, and we love Triple H, and we love Ric Flair. It, I still think it'll be a cool match. I don't know how the quality of wrestling will be, but it'll still be a cool match to see. So regardless, I'm happy the match is happening, but they just should have oh, went about it. And one more, one more thing. Yeah! Sorry, I had to do that. Speaking of blasphemy here, Kofi. Kofi Kingston, why? Stripped of his, his title opportunity. Why at, would they do that? At, at Fastlane Baby. My prediction, but I might be wrong, and I hope I'm not wrong, because I hope WWE is sensible enough to do this. I think he'll have a match at Mania with Brian. I think he'll win the title. But, like, they, oh, WWE. Listen, all right, let, 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 let Nostradamus <laughs> talk here, all right? I, when it comes to wrestling, am a genius. All right, I predicted 
Kofi Kingston's meteoric rise, not me, not meteoric rise, but I predicted him getting a push months before it happened. Yeah, you know, I predicted the revival thing. I predicted all of it. I just wanted, I just wanted to mention that briefly because uh, I'm, I am just incredible at predicting things. But um, I will say that for sure, I think that Kofi. You're right. Kofi is going to get that WrestleMania push. Yeah, he's he's going to get. He, they're going to admit like. Obviously, it's stripped of fast lane, but I think there's a bigger story here, which I, I will so. tell you in a moment. Yeah. Just a minute. I'll tell you just a minute. But, uh, like, Kofi is and has long deserved this. Oh, yeah. He's deserved this. And I think it's about time. They need to. I don't care how long it lasts. I genuinely do yeah. not. And actually, <laughs> I have an opinion. This isn't going to happen. This isn't a prediction. All right. But I, I do believe that they should put all the championships on the new day. Like the tag championships, they're not doing anything with the U.S. They're title. fantastic. Like they deserve it. So like, like it would be cool if they went on like that that gold expedition, you know, and they and they procured a bunch of of championships. It'd be nice. Like Biggie U.S. title and him and Xavier Woods or Kofi and Xavier Woods, whoever have the tag titles on SmackDown, mm-hmm. and and you know Kofi's world champ. I think that'd be an awesome idea. It would be. I agree. I just I have a the reason why I'm saying like why or like what are you doing WWE is because I have a really bad feeling for some reason that they're not gonna let Kofi have a title shot at WrestleMania. I think no, they have to. They I think they to. should, and I think it or would they be make great. it a three way or something. I, I, I just hope that they do it. I just have a really weird feeling that they're not, and I don't know why. It's really messed up if they do it because he really really deserves it. And if you're a WWE fan, you love Kofi Kingston. Yeah, <laughs> like, you have to. It's a given. He's great. He's so fun to watch in the ring. He does. He's, he's funny. He's so lovable. Yeah, he's a great guy around the community, as you can see. He's just he's awesome. He better get his title shot, and he better win the title and get a deserving. It, it can be a week long. I don't care. Just put the title on him once. What mm-hmm. I wanted to happen at first, okay. I'm more if if they have a mania match, that's way more acceptable. But what I wanted to happen is he beats Brian clean at Fastlane, holds it for a week, whatever, two weeks. Loses it before Mania. I would have been even okay with that. That's what I thought the original plan was going to be, truthfully. I would have been okay with that. I just want him to have the title at least once. It would be awesome to see Kofi Kingston with the title. I know. It just, it's it's going it to happen. It has to. And it would be, like, very funny to see him hold up that hemp title, like the Daniel Bryan version of the title, because that's the title he's going to win, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And then he could, like, introduce, like, a New Day version, like, with a, made out of pancakes or well, something. Like That'd be ridiculous. Yeah, it would yeah, be hilarious. Be hilarious. Uh, but a, a similar situation is going on, and this kind of ties into my greater point that I'm going to make to you um, later. Okay. But uh, Becky Lynch and her situation. I think currently. that one's more predictable. I think it's inevitable that she's going to yeah, get triple, back into that match. It's, yeah, it's, triple threat WrestleMania. It's pretty a given. It It's pretty much a given is what I meant to say. Uh, and I think she'll win at, at Mania. What do you think? I think so, too. And I hope she does. She deserves it. I think she's easily the hottest commodity in WWE. That will be one of the biggest, like, one of the coolest WrestleManias from a fan's perspective. Oh, if yeah. Kofi wins the main title and then, like, the WWE Championship, which is, the sh- like, the the show's main title, obviously, yeah, but also yeah. the company's main title. Yeah. And I think that if Becky wins, it's just, like, a cherry on, it's just a sweet cherry on top. It'll be great. And I definitely think that Becky, Charlotte, and Ronda should main event the pay-per-view. I think 100%. it should be the main event, 100%. main event, like the last show. If We'll, we'll talk about... I mean, like the last Wrestle- match on the we'll show. We'll talk about WrestleMania on another right, episode, yeah, obviously, right. but... Like, just a quick statement about it. If WWE books this WrestleMania correctly, it could go down as one of the best WrestleManias oh, yeah. they've ever had. Absolutely. Easily. And if they, they have do what the, the fans want. Yeah, if they do what the fans want, but throw a little bit of unpredictability in mm-hmm. there and 
yeah, they have great wrestlers, great talent. It'll it, it could be one of the best ones. It could be the best one since the one. Uh, what's that one that everybody loves? The one where Edge speared Jeff Hardy, and then there was The Rock and Stone Cold. Which which WrestleMania was that one? Are you talking about seventeen? I think so. The one that everybody says is the best yeah, of all think, time. It could be the best. 17. Yeah, it could be the best one since that one. Is what I'm trying to say. Right. If they uh, book it correctly, which I don't have much confidence. But no, no, and you shouldn't. <laughs> they let me down every time. But, me and Dom on this podcast even said, "Oh, Royal Rumble this year was going to be so good. It was going to be one of the it best had so to much come. Potential. It had so much potential, and they completely squandered. There's that word. They squandered it completely to a full T. They squandered it, and I was so disappointed." So disappointed. You don't understand how badly me and Dom wanted to get into the studio just to have an episode 30 minutes long just ranting about how bad Royal Rumble was. It was so, so bad to me. I was so disappointed. So I, I disappointed. was literally so mad. Me and Tony watched it together at our friend Hunter's house. Shout out Hunter. He's been on the podcast before. Yes, sir. You guys know Hunter. Oh, yeah. But uh, we, had, we watched at his house, and like as the matches were going along, I was getting gradually more and more and more disappointed. Irritated, yes. And irritated. <laughs> And I could, t- and he, he he can attest to this. I was so ready for the men's Royal Rumble, and the women's Royal Rumble. Yeah. Or I'm sorry, the, the women's Royal Rumble had already happened, and I was like, eh, it was. I was a little. Yeah, like, it wasn't like it. terrible, but it definitely was not good. Yeah. There was so, so much. So I was like, so comedy. ready to get bailed out by the men's Royal Rumble and like have it accept. Like, my thing is with Kofi botching both of his like. He had two spots where he was going to get thrown out and then came back in. Yeah. He botched them both. Yes, and that did. is exactly the entire – it encompassed the entire Royal Rumble for 100%. me. 100%. Like it was just a big Kofi 100%. Kingston botch. All right? One, yeah. like, how do you He's have... never botched that before either. He's never botched his Rumble spots before. No, yeah, I know. So how it you, just agitates me. How do you have a Royal Rumble and not have any surprise entrance at all? None. In the men's Royal Rumble, I, th- I could Jeff be wrong. Jeff Jarrett. I was going to say, it. that was the only surprise entrant. And no offense, I love Jeff Jarrett, but that no one cared. No, no. He didn't even no. get like a huge pop. No one cared that much. It's Jeff Jarrett. He's never been a huge WWE guy as it is. So like, Yeah, he won was, the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, it wasn't some like huge nostalgia guy that everybody was like, oh my God, he's back. Like, I can't even think of a name right now, but you get what I'm saying. It, right. it was just It was just bad. In the women's Royal Rumble... There was literally more comedy than there was wrestling. And yeah. if they want, yeah. everybody obviously takes the women's division seriously now. They just made a women's tag team championship, which we'll get to in a little bit here. But everybody takes them serious, obviously. But if they want to keep that like level of like success, you can't have a comedy act as the Royal Rumble. It was literally comedy acts right. the entire time. The it's, Carmella dance party. Yeah, uh, whatever. Nia Jax being a complete idiot. Like, it was just... <laughs> It was just terrible. I like that she was in the men's rumble. That was kind of cool. That but, was cool, but, but it whatever. Was, at the same time, it was anyway, like, what the hell? The point yeah. was, you know, I picked Kofi to win yeah. the men's rumble. Kind of jokingly, my serious pick was Drew McIntyre, but I had a very strong feeling that Kofi was going to get the push. I didn't think it was going to be before WrestleMania, though. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. I thought that he was going to get a push after WrestleMania. Yeah. But he, he got it before, which is, and I thought they were going to break up the New Day, which they haven't yet, which I'm very happy about. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, yeah, Elimination Chamber was good. Yes, it was. Um, no complaints about Elimination Chamber. It was though. a good pay per view. Yeah, they could absolutely another, step in the right direction. Absolutely, a hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, so we'll talk briefly about the the random NXT call ups. Oh yeah. Oh um, my god. Uh, for some reason, according to everybody that knows anything about the situation, mm-hmm. Vince doesn't consider the. They don't have any. I'm using air quotes. Upper mid card stars. Hmm. Um. Uh, I don't know how that's 
how he thinks that. It's sad that they designated Finn Balor to that right now. It's so upsetting to me, but it's okay. That's okay to me. Like, <laughs> and, and the like the have you not heard of the Miz? Like yeah, they really. they literally called up these NXT guys completely out of the blue. Like just called them up, and they're at deep in feuds, and they're like. We're so invested in the jar. Okay, so for people who don't know, the four people that got called up, to my knowledge, outside of like Lacey Evans and mm-hmm. um, and EC3. heavy machinery and EC3, yeah. were Aleister Black, Ricochet, uh, Johnny Gargano, and Tommaso Ciampa. They're four biggest stars, literally, besides literally, maybe like Adam Cole and like Velveteen. And Velveteen, Dream. exactly. That's those their, are the two those next are their guys. four biggest stars. Yes. Um. So they call up Johnny Gargano and. And uh, Champa, Champa, who were in a blood feud, and mm-hmm. I was really looking forward to the payoff because it was a slow build. It was perfect. They did everything right, and then Johnny wins. He turns heel, which is fine, um, and he wins the uh, the championship, the NXT North America North American yeah, North Heavyweight American. Yeah. NXT <laughs> Championship, yeah, yeah. whatever it's called, uh, and he's heel, which is t- totally fine with me. But um, the big kicker is they started. Putting him and Champa together for no reason, yeah, and I knew weird. something was coming. I could feel it. I can feel your anger, <laughs> but I, yeah, I could feel it. And uh, now he's randomly with with Champa as a tag team on the mm-hmm. main roster, which is super agitating. Champa's the, the NXT Heavyweight Champion, so you know he's going to lose it at the next Takeover. Yeah. Um, and what's even more agitating to me is they just randomly partner Ricochet and Alistair Black. Alistair Black together. Literally makes no sense. Literally. Um, but I think this is going to play, and I'll just mention it now uh, for the sake of the length of the episode, mm-hmm. right? So I'll just mention it. I think that this is all part of a larger storyline. I think that it's going to be, um, obviously, the call-ups, nobody can explain them no, outside of Vince's reasoning, and it's a terrible reason. And uh, Vince has inexplicably been coming down to the ring and changing matches yeah. and randomly like yeah. changing, co- taking Kofi out and putting Kevin Owens in. Can I cut you off real fast? Yeah, go ahead. Because I know what you're going to, I know you, we've already talked about this before. I know what you're going to say and it's lengthy. So I just want to get mm-hmm. a few thoughts in yeah, before, absolutely. before go, you go do. Ahead. Yeah, but it's elaborate. If they designate Champa and Gargano to a tag team division, that'll be the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. If they don't have Alistair Black and Ricochet as like main title contenders or like even mid-card conti- yeah, title Ricochet contenders. Yeah, Ricochet is the perfect intercontinental U.S. Literally champion perfect. guy. Perfect. If they just need those guys to be like mainstream. They need to be like the main stars of the shows because they are that damn good. They are better than half of the main roster already. People love them. People know who they are. They're great. If they all get designated to like tag team divisions, it's just blasphemous. It makes no sense and it'd be really 100% stupid. 100% agree. Yeah. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Go we, ahead. We don't always agree on everything. We but don't. Go ahead. When then. we do, we, we vehemently agree. Yeah, we do. Um, so what I was going to say was it's all part of a larger storyline that I think is coming. And if it's not, it totally should. Um, so Vince has been doing these things and he's been uh, kind of like, I think they're making the play at being senile. And uh, I think that he's like losing. It's kind of a shoot thing mm-hmm. but also not mm-hmm. we all know that the vince has the uh, the vince that the vince mcmahon has the xfl coming up right yeah so i think that it's about time for vince to step down and i think that vince is realizing he's losing touch should have like 10 years ago but i don't know about 10 years. <laughs> no, i think i, know, I think yeah. now is the perfect time yeah yeah and i think they're kind of doing a shoot angle that's mm-hmm. not really it's work but i'm using a lot of wrestling terms today i'm sorry <laughs> but uh 
I think that Triple H, with the success of NXT and Vince doing all this ra- crazy random stuff, obviously after WrestleMania, after his feud with Batista, there's going to be like kind of a slow burn. Triple H is going to take over the company, and I think that's how they're going to do it. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be he's going to cite all these things. Raw and SmackDown's rating are, ratings are way down. NXT is the best thing in wrestling currently. It's by far and has too. been for years, and yeah. it's all Triple H. If that was on national TV, NXT it would by far be the hottest product out of all the brands, and it's not even close. Definitely. And I think Triple H knows that. I think Vince knows that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's time for Vince to step down, and he knows that as well. So I believe that they're going to do like this angle where Triple H is going to be like, "Listen," or like the board, like the board. You know, they always reference yeah, the board. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Vince is the chairman of the board. Um, Triple H is going to kind of do a hostile takeover. Not quite fully hostile, but like kind of like uh, when Triple H went corporate. Do you remember that? In like 2013. Yeah, yeah. uh, Where he kind of like slowly got petered out. The roster was starting to do strikes. I don't think Mm -hmm. it's going to be quite that. But I think there's a lot of potential there. Mm -hmm. And I think that there could be a whole NXT invasion where the guys from NXT (sighs) come up and like... That would be brilliant. Have a war with the main roster, pretty much, and uh, awesome. I think it could be a re- the best angle that WWE's had in ten years, mm-hmm. S- at least since Nexus. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Um, I think that that's a really good idea, and I think they should totally do it. If yeah. not the NXT invasion thing, but then like definitely the Triple H taking over thing. Yeah, yeah. So Vince can like kind of semi-retire, focus on the XFL, yeah, yeah. things like that. See, when when Dom first told me about this theory, this thought, like a couple days ago. I was literally like scratching my head. I was like, "Are you are you stupid?" <laughs> right, but then you think about it, and yeah, you think and, that and Triple H say, has a lot to like lean on, yeah, and that he could easily cite all these things: the ratings, the the NXT is better, the fact that Vince is randomly just calling up his stars to like mm-hmm. and like squandering them, yeah, and that uh, these people are getting suppressed, like Becky and Kofi and stuff like that. Yeah, then and then when I like when I tie it all together and you think about all the points that Dom makes, it makes so much sense for them to do this because if you also look at a point that he didn't mention. There is a lot of guys asking for the release right now. Oh, yeah. And it's getting to an extreme amount of numbers. And they're going to migrate to AEW. So they have to do something and something big. Something really big. Really soon, And too. this is truthfully like the only thing I could really think of that they would do that would be such a big hit and such a hot commodity if it happened. So yeah, I think like they need to the locker do this. room. They need to do this. I don't know if it's a prediction. I don't know if it's my prediction because I don't think they're that creative. Like dom and tony the greatest podcast of all time but vince literally listens to us like he every idea to. i've had like to. there's something going on he here. listens to us literally all right either i'm psychic and you're psychic or like vince is listening to the podcast so vince if you're listening we love you and Believe. we think you've done great things but i think you've just about taken wwe as far as you can it's time to pass the torch you know, it's Triple H era. is going to blend that hardcore wrestling fan like yeah. base and keep them happy while doing the entertainment. Stuff. Yeah, Vince's like vision is like what WWE should look like in a like who his champions should be is like ten years ago is WWE. Today, yeah. it's about the quality of wrestling. It's not about what they look like at all. Which I think their look should be like a little bit into it, obviously. But I think it's about their wrestling now. It's about how good they are with the mic and all that stuff. Yeah. It all Vince cared been, about was huge guys, like right. big muscular guys. But it, it's not it about that at all. It always has been anymore. a little bit about the mic and the ring quality, obviously. Yeah. Uh, that's, but it, it, the biggest thing for me that makes a superstar is like the crowd can just feel it. Like you, you know, like the fans yeah, oh yeah. feel it. Yeah, uh, and, and that fans was feel that with were, all these NXT guys. Yeah. The fans feel it with all of those guys, and they don't with some of the main rosters guys. So it's, I mean, even the lower, lower 
well, I guess the bottom of the car guys like Tyler Breeze and Fandango, if you think about it, they were super over at a time. Yeah, they were. <laughs> you know, they were super, both, not, I mean, together, obviously, but separately. Yeah. The crowd oh, yeah. was singing Fandango music in like the main events Fan, of matches. Yeah. Fandango beat Chris Jericho at WrestleMania, man. What, what does that say about him? He was set for something, but they ruined it. He's a great wrestler and he was good on the mic and so was Tyler Breeze. It's just, uh, it's time for Vince to step down, and I think that this is, this is the perfect way to do it. And I'm throwing this out as, a, as a wild prediction, just like Kofi, just like uh, Vince and the WWE, like, scrambling and, like, giving people championships, like the Revival, to keep them happy, to keep them, to, like, to get them to stay, mm-hmm. and Finn Balor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I predicted that as well. Yeah. Like, it's just about them trying to keep control, and uh, everybody sees right through it. It's oh, time yeah. for a change, and I think that is the absolute best way to do it. Oh, yeah. I agree with that. I There's, disagree with one part about it being a prediction. Ahead, yeah. I don't predict it to happen. Right. I don't think it'll happen. I think it should 100% mm-hmm. happen, though, but I don't think WWE writers have the creativity to do it. But I think they should because I they need to. I think that's the smartest to. way to go about it. I do, like, too. What they is more need fitting? to, but I don't think they will. <laughs> what is more fitting than Vince's exit from the WWE being a major storyline? Like what? It, it's, yeah. Oh, yeah. It couldn't be more fitting. 100%. You know what I mean? Him getting kicked out by his kids in Triple H. Yeah, perfect. and then he'll induct himself into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's beautiful. It should happen. I just don't think it will, but I think it very damn well should, no doubt. All right, good. Is there anything else you wanted to hit before we uh, wrap it up? We're at about half hour here. Mm, I mean, we can briefly touch over the women's tag team and men's tag team championships right, yeah. right now. Um, just a quick, on the revival, it's about goddamn time that they won the tag team championships. They're fantastic, but I'm like I want Champa and Gargano and all those guys to win when they're on the main roster. They have they've been undefeated all of them since they got on the main roster. But why at the expense of the tag team champions? Why? Why would they do that? They're they're making the revival look more bad than they were when they weren't the champions. It's ridiculous. I don't know why they hate the revival. SmackDown. They're burying the bar. The bar. Yeah. The best thing in tag team wrestling outside of the New Day since I can't even tell you when. Oh yeah. Seriously, it's crazy to it's me. It's just, it makes no sense. And the women's tag team championships, they're doing a good job so far. They, I thought having Sasha and Becky, or, sorry, Sasha yeah. and Bailey as the tag champs was a good choice. It was a little predictable, but it was a good Very choice. predictable. Yeah, it was a good choice, though, because I think they're the only, they have the best chemistry, I think. Oh, no, no. On, on, the, on the Raw side, I'm saying. On the Raw yeah, side, oh, yeah, sure, they had okay. the best, because I knew those titles would be on Raw regardless. I knew yeah. damn well a SmackDown team was going to win it. But on Raw, I think they had the best chemistry. I just... They're they're gonna feud with Nia Jax and Tamina Snuka. <laughs> uh, That's like vomit in my mouth type of match right there. It's gonna be a cluster fuck. I am looking forward to um to the Mandy Rose uh Sonya Deville feud with them. Mm-hmm. Uh obviously the Bella Twins. Mandy Rose is getting a title shot at uh I know. Oscar. <laughs> I know. I it's not going anywhere. It's She's not, not but ready. I, I like if it, it does, it's yeah. foolish. She's not ready. I like it, but, but yeah. uh yeah, I I'm looking forward to them in the iconics and a bunch yeah, of yeah. stuff. Like, there's, there's plenty gonna, of tag teams. Yeah, it's gonna. I think that division is going to be really, really good. Kyrie Sane and her friend, I forget her name. Yeah, I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah. I think they need to keep that fire with that division. You know what I'm saying, though? Yeah, absolutely. Because the men's is, like, on and off where they'll have, like, really good times and then really bad times. Mm-hmm. I think they need to, right from the gate, keep the women's tag team division, like, really hot, have fresh faces, have fresh feuds. Like, there's, there's a WrestleMania prediction that a lot of people have, which I think is correct, and I know a lot of people will disagree with me thinking this, but they're thinking about having the Boston Hug Connection versus Trish and Lita, which I think is just a really good way to market the title at first. And then obviously you can have but like the real... you know Trish and Lita are going to lose. Like there's no point in that. I know. I, you will, 
it, it brings like bigger value, I think, to the title because that's such big names. Those are the two biggest names of the women's uh, division since it's been a thing. So like them beating them too. I know I know they're out of their primes, obviously, but them beating them too, I think, puts a lot of value on the titles, and then. From there, they can put the fresh faces and have these awesome feuds with the Iconics because that would be awesome. And then yeah. even, I guess, Nia and Tamina will be okay, I guess, you know. <laughs> and then Tamina, you have, I just hate Tamina Snuka. Like, I, there's nothing, I have nothing against her, yeah. but I just, she's not personable. She's not. She's not that great in the ring. I just, don't, I just don't like her. I yeah. don't. The Riot Squad, too, they'll have good feuds Oh, yeah, with them. yeah, the Riot Squad, for sure. If they, if they book that right and keep the, the fire around it, it'll be really cool to watch. Yeah, definitely. Well. Yeah, that about does it. Uh, yep. We want a more in-depth episode, which will be our next episode will be probably 45 to an hour of just wrestling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, obviously, we needed to our, – our studio time is limited today, so we just try to condense all we wanted to say. Yeah. Um, we hit the pinpoints. And we yeah, exactly. Hit, yeah. We hit our we hit our talking points. Got our point across. Exactly. Uh, so if you like the shorter episodes, just let us know. Yeah. Uh, again, check us out. Uh, check out our new Teespring store. Yes, uh, sir. Teespring.com. Go buy one. Hellsgate right Podcast. Um. Go check out us on all of our social medias, Hell's Gate Podcast everywhere except for Snapchat and Twitter, which is Hell's Gate PC. Follow us. Follow us. And a <laughs> uh, little shout out to Ball and the family there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, obviously, check us out on Spotify and Apple Music. Yes, if sir. We don't, if it's not up, it's not up. But if it is, go check us yeah. out. Uh, we're, we requested it, and it's on its way. So, yes, uh, sir. Thank you very much. All right, thanks for tuning in. Uh, Hell's Gate Podcast. I have been Dominic S. Panetta. I am Anthony Armando Militello. All right. Well, my middle name's Steven then. Okay. Already. We're going, we're going full blown. <laughs> yes, sir. All right. Uh, All right. We appreciate you tuning stay in. Stay tuned. Our next episode is going to be college basketball predictions. Tony's got to take off. He's got to coach some basketball, high school basketball. Yes, sir. Or middle school, whatever. Uh, and we're going to have Jared Mackey in the studio, the Big Ten of the Big Ten Network. So um, our biggest guest to date, uh, Big I Ten guess. Network, Jared Mackey. Go he's look a, him up. He's a bum, though, honestly. Yeah, he's kind of a bum, honestly. But, uh, <laughs> just kidding shout out Jared DCFC legend Jared Maggie alright so uh, <laughs> see you guys later thanks again for All right, tuning thanks in thanks for tuning in see you guys